do now um, the Shir Tanya for the 25th day of Tishrei in Hashan of Shuta. And we're starting the 25th uh, Perik in Egeris HaKodesh. And in this uh, Egeris HaKodesh, the Alta Rebbe is going to um, defend or explain a statement of the Baal Shem Tov. Uh, some people were picking on the statement of the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov was saying that even in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, even if a goy who is mevavel, who is confusing and not allowing for a uh, person, the other person to daven, he uses language that the shechina rests over there, shechina shorts over there. And they, they, they were objecting to this. What do you mean the shechina goes by a goy in the clippers and they think this is not, uh, not possible? The Alter Rebbe will explain that the Alter, the Balshepto spoke in Yiddish and therefore they didn't exactly translate the words exactly. But the idea is, is actually very true as the Alter Rebbe is going to go through and saying that everything in the world that happens has an inspiration at a certain level from above, from Hashem. And everything comes down into, uh, uh, even in the other side, the Lumazah, and everything else is Hashem's way, which is dressed up through the different means, but they still have that spark over there. It's not in a way that the Shekhinah rests over there, which is what the, um, where the sort of the mistake came about. Let's look inside. Peri To understand the words of wisdom, or Bina, understanding, that which is written in the book which is called the instructions of the Ribosh. Ribosh is Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem. That's the Baal Shem Tov's instruction. So the Rebbe makes right away a note. This is not really his uh, instruction. He didn't instruct anything, the Baal Shem Tov. Before his passing, the Baal Shem Tov didn't instruct anything. So even though it says Tzavo, you usually would mean the last will and, and uh, when a person gives out his Tzavo, but this wasn't really a Tzavo. They're just a collection from his pure, his pure sayings. So they collected it, collection after collection. So that's where they get the Sefer. So he says, They didn't know how to accurately, properly translate the language. However, the intent over here is It's true of the truth. In other words, what is meant over there is absolutely true. Even though the wording that they used may have not been so precise, the wording. To understand this, we have to first introduce the saying of our sages of blessed memory. If a person gets angry, it's as if you would be worshipping idols. So the question becomes why is such a uh, like uh, worship Gavidazare? He's angry. So, okay, it's a bad, it's a, it's a bad bidder. But why is like Avedizar? Explain, because when you get angry, you are basically saying you're not believing in Hashem that this Hashem did this to you because you think that somebody did it. That's why you get angry at the at the at the, at the person. Because on Hashem you don't get angry. So what's the reason? Why is it 
a person like worshiping idols, it's understood to those who know understanding. Because at the time that he's angry, so the belief in Hashem has left him. If he would have believed that this is from Hashem, that this happened to him, then he wouldn't be angry at all. He's not angry at Hashem, he's angry at the person that caused him. But that doesn't mean, why don't I have a right to be cast? If Hashem wants it to be, uh, does it mean then that the other person is not going to be punished for doing what he's doing to me? He got him in, in, in guys. No, the other one is going to be punished. But he's going to be punished. Uh, he's going to be have to answer for his bad choices. But what happened to me, David would make to you anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Even though it's a person who has a choice. So how could we say that the Abishter is doing it? That person has a choice to do it. He doesn't have to do it. It's not the Abishter sent him to do this because he has a choice. The one who's cursing him or beating him, or hurting or beating him, hurting his money, is the person who has a choice. And he will be guilty both in the courts, the human court over here by the Beisdin, and also in the heavenly court, for his bad choices. That doesn't mean that the Abishad doesn't is not doing it to you. The one who has been damaged, he had already been decreed from the heavens. David has many agents. So in other words, the other one is, is a bad choice, he has to pay for his choices. But what has to happen to you, David has many ways of happening to you. So it's not this person, it'll be somebody else. So what happened to you has to happen anyway, so there's no reason to get angry. It's not only the general, that is going to bring out the theme over here now, that at the same, at the actual time when something is happening to you, the way the person has the energy and is able to do it to you, is the Abishter has to vitalize him that moment as well. So it turns out that at that precise moment, the Abishter has to, as we know, the point in Tanya, Rabbi is going to reiterate what we learned in Shariqot Vamuna, that Hashem has to continuously re-create uh, all the time, every instant, and otherwise we would become I in the Ephes. Would be no more because we're yesh behind, we'd be no longer there. So it means at that moment that the other person is hurting me, the Abishter is, is, is vitalizing, giving him the koyach to do that. So that means the Abishter directly is responsible. That's what he says. It's not just generally it's destined for you to get something. At that particular moment, the Abishter is giving it to you. Even at that time exactly that he's beating him or cursing him. So in him dresses up the power of Hashem and the spirit of his mouth, his blessed mouth, that vitalizes him and gives him existence. They who gives the person that is cursing him or beating him, the koyach at that mind, that comes from the koyach Hashem, that gives them. Okamashikosi brings the story of Shmuel Beis, Perik Design, Posecute. Of the Posec says, Kashem Omer Khalil. That was after the victory of David Hamelech, and he won over everything. So there was a fellow named Shimi, 
who was being very disrespectful, cursing and going on saying terrible things to David, that he killed all the, the, the family of Shaul and, and etc. And uh, he's telling him that he, your son should take over, your son of Sholem. He was saying very bad things to, to, uh, to David. And one of the staff of David wanted to go kill him. And David said, don't touch him. Why? But the language he used, Kashem Hashem told him to curse. So, it's not him cursing, Hashem is cursing. But we, didn't, we don't find Hashem telling Shimi to curse. But this is what's meant, as the Rav is going to explain. Because since at that moment he's cursing, the Abishter is giving him the Tchayis, that means that the Abishter is saying that to him, because the Abishter is vitalizing him and telling him right now, giving him the Tchayis to do that. This thought that fell into Shimi in his heart and mind, that has descended from Hashem. And the ear of his mouth, which gives, vitalizes all the armies of the world. That vitalizes the spirit of Shimei at the time that he spoke these words to David. For if the spirit of Hashem's mouth, blessed mouth, would have left one second from the spirit of Shimei, from his life force, he could speak anything. The Abishtah has to give you the, the ability to speak at that moment that you're speaking. So, the Abishtah is doing that. Parentheses. This Hashem told him at that time. Hashem says him Kalel at that time as David. So who can say to Hashem? If Hashem says to curse, then we don't have any any option. That's the business of Hashem.